Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hi, this is Yvonne Allen, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old Allison Dalton, who went missing from Strasburg, Virginia, on July 27, 1998. Allison Dalton is Caucasian. She has blue eyes and brown hair. Please check out her picture on ourfuturesmissing.com, as she would look like at 12 years old. She was last seen on July 1998 at 7.50 a.m. She was abducted from the scene of a homicide at 175 South Charles Street, apartment B8, Strasburg, Virginia. She is considered lost and possibly injured. If you know of Allison Dalton's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Allison Dalton, please click on the link on the Voice America page homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose and today we're going to actually have a very special guest. I call her Miss Foster because obviously she's my teacher and um, she was actually my sixth grade teacher. And I think it's really cool because I've never had one of my teachers on the radio before. So you're definitely my first teacher that's on here. So that's special. And um, she's actually like my accelerated advisor right now because she helps me with some of my Cambridge stuff that I've been talking about on the air before. As you know, I've been doing lots of exams. I've just finished a bunch of them. So that's why I'm like really happy right now also because I talked about that. I have like little ranting sessions on my show where I'm like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm writing about, you know, all that good stuff. And also it's kind of like in honors of Teachers Appreciation Week. I know we've been having that and also the month and just everything above. But um, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Exams went well uh, for the last two weeks and I'm hoping that continues next week. We passed our inspection, so I am on cloud nine right now. Oh, that's good. I know because somebody just came in all of a sudden to inspect, but then everybody's like, oh, how about if they're grading us? And I'm like, I don't think they're grading us. Yes, but. they were grading me, <laughs> which but. was interesting. So they come unannounced and um, they just make sure that we're upholding the highest standards for testing and we passed. Yay. Yay. Well, that's happy. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say thank you for coming to the show today, though. Well, thank you for having me. I really, this is fun. This is great. <laughs> You're welcome. But um, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself for now. And how was school for you when you were growing up? Because oh, I know goodness. like it's school is such a big thing for us nowadays. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we all have like our own opinions about it, I think. Um, going back to, I say, elementary school, um, School was just a place that I went to all day up until, um, I would say, third grade. I entered a gifted program. Um, From third grade on through eighth grade, I had the same about 20 students in my class. So I kind of had a unique experience because I had a family to go to school with. Mm -hmm. So similar to what, what you've experienced, but about 20 students, we stayed together throughout all of our elementary years. So that was special. But once that ended... Um, I went to high school to play basketball, and that sort of took um, precedence over school. Mm -hmm. So it's unfortunate. I do not want anyone to do what I did in high school, but um, it it definitely took a back seat. 
Um, so in the long run, it didn't hurt me. Um, but I look back at high school and I really didn't take advantage of the opportunities that I see some of you guys taking advantage of. Um, once I went to college, it was fantastic. I repeated high school the first two years, Mm -hmm. which most people do. Um, but once I entered my courses that I actually felt like I could use, um, in my career, that's when I really started working, um, really hard doing everything I could to to learn everything that I needed to know to be a good teacher so once I um exited college that went really well um I got really bored really fast Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I went back and got my master's degree and again just because it was geared towards my career I was very motivated and um, it definitely took precedence over over many other things in life so um the first half of school I would say um was pretty positive um, teachers, we really didn't have standardized tests, things that you guys have these days. Um, but as I went on through school, I definitely became more serious as it would affect my future. So, well, that's good then. <laughs> I mean, everything worked out well. So it did. Eventually it did. Yes. Yeah. So that that's the good thing. But yeah, like you were saying, I think like nowadays we have lots of opportunities. So that's why. I'm like one of those people where I'm like, oh, well, I could just do that also. Or I could do this also. But yeah, I'm really glad that Cambridge is, which is one of the topics we're going to get into later. But um, it's something offered at our school because now that totally gives us like a driving force to go ahead and accelerate even more. Yes, you guys will definitely stand out when it's time to fill out college applications. A lot of other students that will compete um, against you will have taken AP exams and IB exams. Uh, but I think Cambridge brings about something that those don't. You guys are interna- internationally benchmarked, which AP and IB, IB is, but um, Cambridge is definitely uh, known for being more rigorous. So that'll help you out getting into college. Yeah. And that's really good because I want to go to Stanford. And I know that's like not the easiest college to go to because it's like in the Ivy League and everything like that. (laughs) And I just hear all this stuff about it. So you are on your way, girl. You are (laughs) on your way. You're all set. (laughs) Thank you. Well, um, another thing I wanted to ask you is, did you ever have like an early on passion for teaching or was it just something that you kind of realized later on in life that you wanted to do? Because many times, you know, we'll go into college and you are set on one thing to do and then you realize, well, I don't really like this so much, so maybe I'll (laughs) change my major and do something else. (laughs) It's kind of interesting. That's a great question because um, back, I would say, as early as I can remember, my mom babysat all of the district teachers' children. So I was constantly around teachers. They drove me to school. I was there early. I was there late with them. I was there over the summer putting up bulletin boards and all sorts of things, cataloging books. Um, But I didn't really see myself as – it wasn't really something I ever thought of. Um, I was just like any other kid. One week I wanted to be a lawyer, the next week I wanted to be a doctor and changed my mind constantly. Um, once I hit high school, um, and, and even my first year of college, I really was focused on architecture and interior design. Um, but I went to school one day with my sister who was actually a PE teacher and I realized that's really what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And that, that actually wasn't until my freshman year of college. So once I did that, I knew um, that the system was not really the best and that Mm -hmm. I could probably have a good impact on it. 
That's good. And do you feel like from that experience that others maybe can take like an internship possibly to figure it out first if they like it? Because I know that's one thing that my dad tells me all the time. He's like, I know you want to be a psychologist and I'm not totally against it or anything, but I just want you to like go into maybe like a psychologist's office and see if you can do an internship there. That way you can make sure it's something that you really want to do and you know what the job's about and you know what it entails. So would you recommend maybe oh, possibly definitely. doing that? <laughs> I would definitely recommend that students, um, I mean, even as early as middle school, start spending time in different career fields. Um, you'll be surprised at what you find interesting. Um, and something that I tell my daughter, she's she was just like me or she's like I was as a child. She has lots and lots of interests. But what I tell her is, some of those things will kind of fall off as you get older. You'll develop new interests. Um, but there's there's got to be one that you want to do all day, every day, for many, many, many years. Um, everything else can become a hobby. Um, you know, you can still have those things in your life. But you got to pick the one that you want to do every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good advice, too. Because if you don't pick something that you're not going to like, you're probably not going to have a good time doing it for the rest of your yes, life. Yes, <laughs> yes. Internships will definitely help you find find that awesome and like speaking more of you know your experience in high school what was your favorite subject in school oh favorite subject um I would say probably math right up until my senior year when I was in honors calc which was kind of honors calc two and three which Mm -hmm. really it was more frustrating than anything (laughs) that's how I feel so (laughs) yes I really really love math and I still do Um, that particular class was frustrating. I would be tutoring everyone else and then I would not do so well on the test and they would. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I knew the subject matter, but for some reason couldn't pass the test. But up until then, I think math and and still today is probably my favorite subject. Yeah, I agree. I really like math, but I do have to say calculus is a whole different thing. So we just got into calculus and I'm like, wow, this is really frustrating. (laughs) Like I've never experienced something so frustrating in math before. (laughs) Even in geometry, I was like, wow, this is really frustrating. But then somehow, I don't know, I just got over it and I began to understand it. But then with calculus, things don't make logical sense. Sometimes it's just the formulas that I don't yes. know we learned about delta x and i'm like oh so many triangles and x's <laughs> and it's crazy oddly i didn't get it as a senior in high school but i just took math training with cambridge instructors and i got it at the snap of a finger it was amazing just came to you so mm-hmm. as a person in my 30s i for some reason understood it <laughs> well that's good though yes. so that's that's always exciting and you know speaking of like favorite subjects and things like that and being a teacher now um what is your favorite subject to teach do you think math is still one of those things math or? is yes especially for students that um really aren't understanding it or think that they're not good at math um i'd like to work with them and show them just how great it is and that they can they can too love math um once they start to really understand how it works Yeah, I remember you teaching me math in sixth grade. (laughs) I remember that because we were separated into two groups because there was like basic math and then there was like a more accelerated math if we already passed like a certain course or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And I still remember the stuff, though. So that's good. That's good to hear, right? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) At least. (laughs) Sigh of relief. (laughs) I know. I still use it. So that's really good. And doing like multiple math classes also help. Yes, definitely. You can get very far ahead if you can take more than one math class. Yes, I agree. Well, before we get into anything else and I start ranting again, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Thing Game.
You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and I'm going to be continuing our conversation with Miss Cosby. And we just got done talking about, you know, a little bit about her high school experience, things that she likes, um, her favorite subject in school, and a little bit of advice about, like, taking internships, which is very important, so please do so. And um, going into, you know, more about your teaching, what do you think is the greatest reward about teaching? Because so many teachers have different answers to this, but kind of they're all similar in a way. (laughs) Well, I think it's two things. The first thing, like I said, with the math is just um, seeing a student that thinks maybe they're not good at math or at a certain subject. And then um, after working with them, you know, kind of changing their view on themselves, building confidence in a subject. um, I recently taught a unit on measurement in sixth grade where when they saw me walk in, they got really nervous (laughs) and then they were pushing the easy button by the time I was done with them. So that was really neat because the concept was really difficult and then they walked away thinking, oh, that wasn't so bad. That was actually pretty easy. So um, just inspiring people to um, be confident and and know that they can kind of tackle these different subjects. Um, And then also seeing students like you over a couple of years. (laughs) grow from little babies to just young adults that do incredible things so that's that's kind of um been really nice with my current job um just watching everybody grow yeah it's really cool that we have like the same students I would say in our class because not only have we had you since like sixth grade but now you've like known us for like four plus years so yeah you definitely see everything (laughs) always check up on our grades too you're like oh yes I do (laughs) (laughs) I know I would expect nothing less but (laughs) but yeah so I'm still going strong with the A pluses though so that's really good I still have a 4.0 which is my goal very very difficult to where we're at so that's great work yeah, I, 
trust me, I go to all extremes <laughs> for that. <laughs> I check it like once a day, at least. <laughs> that's great. That's Sometimes. what we tell everyone to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. though. <laughs> and on the flip side of what I just asked you also, you know, there are some challenges, of course, when it comes to teaching. What would you say was your biggest challenge, you know, in teaching yes. even now? I mean, it can be current. It could be just something that you constantly battle or. Um, I mean, well, okay, so one more serious thing and maybe one funny thing. The funny thing is probably just simply standing because I have a really bad back. Mm-hmm. You know that for my yeah. class. There are certain days I couldn't actually walk and and I just get so fired up when I'm teaching that I don't really feel the pain. And then at the end of the day, I can't walk anymore even or even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the more lighthearted um, thing. But then kind of something that's more difficult is usually um, – I would say in in the position that I have now, um, probably just not being able to um, kind of cure all of the ills of society and mm-hmm. education all at once. Um, it takes a long time. You know, the program that we're doing now um, is a huge change, and I, I kind of want to see all of the benefits overnight but you have to be patient and, and it takes a couple of years. So I think the hardest part for me is just wanting everything to be right, right away and not being able to, to fix all of it. So, um, you know, our school is a fantastic school, but kind of the initiative that I'm a part of looks at education and high school education in America. So um, it's kind of exposed me to a lot of really mm-hmm. sad truths that we have in America. So just dealing with that, I think, is probably the, the toughest part for me. Definitely. And also, would you say that um, handling kids that aren't ne- or students more so that aren't necessarily like motivated for school? Yes. Has that ever been like a challenge for you? Oh, yes. <laughs> it continues to be on a daily basis. Um, just seeing students that are absolutely capable um, and for some reason may have some other priorities, just like I did in high school, um, or just don't see themselves as scholars, but they, they really do have um, the capability to, to do great things in school. So that's tough to see. Um, you know, when you don't, when you see a student that's not working up to their ability. So that's difficult for sure. Mm -hmm. And I can completely understand. And um, what would you say is the importance of having a good teacher? Because of course, like without teachers, we obviously wouldn't learn things and we probably wouldn't make it to college without them, of course. But um, I want your take on what's the importance of teachers though. (laughs) You know, I've seen students go through school that had um, very few good teachers, um, but they're so personally motivated that, that they're they're okay, um, but just okay. For, for students that have um, good teachers, they, really the sky's the limit. They can um, – the, we spend most of the day with you. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you spend very little time with family um, except for the weekends, and, you know, we can have a really big impact um, on students from kindergarten all the way through through high school and college. So we do spend a lot of time with you, and that relationship has to be really strong. Um so, yeah, I mean, teachers definitely have a huge impact if they choose to. Um, there's some that don't, but for the most part, um, the teachers that I've seen and the teachers that work at our school are extremely dedicated to make mm-hmm. sure that you guys have um, a positive experience at school. That's good. And how about the importance of having, like, a dedicated student? What is that like? Because, I mean, if you at least have, like, somebody that's dedicated in class, whether there's not many, they can at least try to, like, pour some out their dedication on to somebody else really or like at least inspire them to you know work also whether that's like 
i.e. competing with them, like quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. like that type of thing, or they just need like your help, something of that sort. Yeah, I think back to the first year that I had you as a student and we most of the students in our class were really motivated. Um, and that did kind of spill over to some students that maybe weren't as motivated. Um, so students can definitely have a positive impact on each other. Um, but it is important for sure. It, it, it doesn't mean that someone that kind of doesn't like school or mm-hmm. struggles with school um, can't succeed. But if you are motivated, you're that much further ahead. You're that much further um, set for college and career later on in life. So um, it definitely makes a huge difference. And then it also, you know, like I said, you're at school all day. It makes for more a more positive experience, a more mm-hmm. positive childhood um, in all. So I, I think it's a huge factor um, in success at school, just finding that motivation, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think it's cool that you mentioned that also, because when you think about it, you know, obviously we're at home. We feel like we're at home most of the time, (laughs) but really in reality, we're probably three quarters more of the time at school with our teachers and our classmates and things like that. So we really see them more often. Yes, definitely. We're we're our own little family. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. I know. And I think it's cool that all of our Cambridge students are really close, though. Yes. It just makes it easier for testing. (laughs) I think it's made a huge difference. And I actually told them about it. I had to fill out a survey and they said, what went well with testing? And I said, well, the kids really are super energetic still. And that, like I explained to you guys, Mm -hmm. was one um, downfall that other schools faced was just a lack of stamina to get through testing. And you are still going strong. The whole group is motivated. And I think the food has definitely it, something it has. to do with it. But, um, you know, you're a united team against the, the exams. Yeah. You know? So it's, again, a, a more positive experience. Yeah. And I like that we all help each other out because if, let's say, somebody doesn't go to one of the sessions, somebody else will forward the notes or maybe they, they really are just tired and they can't go to the session. I'm like, okay, I'll email you the notes, you know. <laughs> so at least that works. Like the whole communication thing is going good. Oh, yes, definitely. That helps a lot. Yeah, I would say so. And, um, you know, just going more into Imagine Prep now, um, would you like to tell us a little bit about Imagine Prep and kind of your position there? Okay. Well, Imagine Prep um, is a college and career prep school. Um, So our goal is to prepare you for college and career or whatever pathway that you choose. Um, Currently, we're a 6th through 12th grade campus. Um, We have about 100 students per grade level in middle school, and we have about 50 students per grade level in the high school, which makes it kind of nice because it's not a huge city into onto itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, my position there. Um, really at Imagine, we kind of just get the job done. So we don't really have mm-hmm. job descriptions, but technically I'm the Cambridge coordinator and also the Scholars Academy coordinator. Yes. And it's kind of cool that I was in the Scholars Academy also, because I think that was the first year that it was implemented yes. also. I feel like we're always like the little guinea pig group, which is, <laughs> which is cool because um, that was one of the things I remember in sixth grade, one of our biggest concerns coming from the sister school, which is Rosefield. And we were like, are we going to be challenged enough? Or are we just going to sit there and be bored in class? But of course, you made sure everything was okay. Like you oh, said, you would. I always try to. <laughs> yeah. You were the first accelerated class, the first Scholars Academy class, and now the first Cambridge class. Yeah. So hopefully... Hopefully that's it for now. Yeah. That's good. We're done having you guys as guinea pigs Yeah, for now. Well, we, we have the another thing possibly, you know, because you can get some awards with Cambridge depending yes. on how well you do with that. So that'd be a nice little, you know. I'm hoping. Yeah. I just want one. <laughs> one would be good. 
for now. And then we'll set our set our, our goals higher. <laughs> yeah, of course, I would say so. And it's just really cool, though, too, also because um, we can get more into the Cambridge also, of course. But there's just so many opportunities. With it. Yeah. But let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're looking to the We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to be continuing our conversation with Ms. Fosgreen. So again, just to do a little recap of our last segment, we were talking about, you know, the importance of having a good student, um, how that can make an impact on the class, a little bit more about our Cambridge, very like I would say small portioning that's we just barely got into it and um of course like what's the best reward when teaching challenges um you know just all that good stuff so that's really good that we got to cover that but uh, Ms. Fosgreen can you tell me a little bit about Cambridge and um how it's being offered at our school because I think it's that's one of the special things about our school 
Well, Cambridge, um, the, the company that we work with is Cambridge International Examinations. They are a group of um, that's associated with Cambridge University in England. Um, and basically, they offer um, all the way from kindergarten through our, our 12th grade. Um, in other countries, it's called different things, but, but basically that age group. They offer curriculum, they offer um, assessment, which is testing, um, and then they offer professional development for the teachers. So um, basically at our school, we are offering it um, 6th through 8th grade, which is called Secondary 1. And then we offer it this year in 9th grade and then next year in 9th grade and 10th grade. Um, the only kind of downside to it right now for your class is that you don't get to choose your courses. Mm-hmm. So everyone takes English, everyone takes biology, um, everyone takes Spanish, and um, what am I missing here? Help me out. Um History, yeah. world history, history, um, and math. Mm-hmm. And um, when you move on to your sophomore year, you'll take literature, you'll take chemistry, um, and basically the next kind of level of courses from this year. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get the minimum score, the qualifying score on the exams, then you can actually earn the Grand Canyon Diploma, which is a high school diploma that you can uh, earn as early as the end of your 10th grade year. Yes. which is fantastic for and you guys. That's my goal. So, <laughs> at least that's what our motivation is. Because quite honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, um, just getting that qualifying score, of course, like you said, passing those tests and even taking those tests, like to be exposed to it, mm-hmm. is really something that's going to look great on your college application. Oh, yes. And like you said, make you stand out. But at the same time, I think like for us personally as students, and you know, like with everything that we look forward to, that is definitely the one thing that we say. Because every time somebody asks us about Cambridge, we're always like, well, you can earn a Grand Canyon diploma, and that's what we're trying to do. Yes, so. yes. It is a really, really nice motivator for for the students. Um, some other schools that are in the program don't even tell their students about the Grand Canyon diploma because they just want to do Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone, if you earn that qualifying score, you can earn that diploma. And I, I think it's a great thing for you to know about and to take advantage of. And like you said, it's just a great motivator to, to really mm-hmm. get that qualifying score and work hard throughout the year. Yes, and it also helps if you are able to get that because then you could have an associate's degree by the end of your your senior year that would be your senior year yes and that helps especially if I really do want to become a psychologist and I think I do I'm gonna try some internships but I'm sure it won't change though <laughs> but um, it's you have to get a doctorate degree and that's eight years of schooling of course in college because you have to get your bachelor's first and then you get to go to graduate school and do all that good stuff but if you could start two years earlier then you would only have to do basically six years yes and that's a lot of money saved also yeah so um as someone that has student loans and probably will to the day i die um (laughs) you know two less years of obviously you have to pay for for the community college the associate's Mm -hmm. degree but um just to kind of not pay for um those first two years at a university level it's a lot of money that you would save Mm -hmm. i'm guessing that you'll have plenty of scholarships and that won't be an issue (laughs) (laughs) um but like you said to be two years ahead is a fantastic opportunity. Yes, I agree. And what are your thoughts on community college? Would you recommend possibly going to community college before going into a university? That way you kind of have that college aspect and you're not just thrown into a university or how do you feel about that because I feel like so many different people have their own opinions about that you know I for myself I wish I had done community college for the first two years Um, I think the quality of education um, you know it varies per university so I don't want to kind of blanket statement and say that all community colleges are are equivalent to universities but um, 
you really do um, get a solid education at a, at a community college. Like I said, those first two years, wherever you go, are going to be really similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so much more money to go to a university. Um, so for myself, I wish I had done that. I wish I had gone to community college the first two years and then finished up at a university. Um, but I think everyone is unique. Everyone has um, different needs and different things that they want to get out of college. Um, I had a great experience in college um, all four years. I think I did more growing up socially and in life. Um, you know, I obviously got a lot out of it academically, but the other things that cut kind of go along with it, you know, being on your own and, and having to take care of yourself and figure things out um, was definitely you know, an equivalent education to the academics. So um, I guess it depends on the person. Um, But I think community colleges definitely have a bad rap. Um, Mm -hmm. It's looked down upon as maybe not as good as a university. But I think that um, maybe in the past that was the case, but not necessarily today. Um, So I I think it's something that people should look at as an option for sure. Okay, great. Well, that's awesome, though. Because I know many people, like you said, will kind of downgrade community college because they're like, oh, well, it's not a university. But there's nothing wrong with going to community college because you get a good education there too. And if Mm -hmm. that's where you can start, then I would start with that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then um, going back into kind of like our Cambridge exams, which I know are very extreme at this point, but we're (laughs) getting through them. I mean, we only have two more left. On Monday, we have a bio exam, which is multiple choice. And that one doesn't scare us as much, I have to say. (laughs) Everybody feels pretty good about that one because it's multiple choice. (laughs) I mean, I have to say for me, the most stressful test out of all of them would have to be the um, short answer bio test because that one, I mean, I tried to manage my time. Trust me, I did. But I just couldn't manage to manage my time. So I feel like at five minutes I had not even touched two pages or something like that. But I got it done, though. I finished I don't know it. how you did because I was walking around and I was I was getting worried, but everybody pulled it off at the end. The last couple mm-hmm. of minutes, everyone finished and, and it worked out really well. That test is tough. Mm-hmm. That's probably the toughest test that you'll take, in my opinion. Um, the multiple choice is kind of hard because you only have 45 minutes to I do know. 40 questions. Mm-hmm. So it is multiple choice, though. So the answer is right in front of you, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I... I think you guys are doing a great job. They're long-winded. There's a lot of them. It's the end of the school year. You have your other exams. So everyone's doing fantastic. I think so, too. Yeah, I know. I saw you walking around. I'm like, in your head, I bet you you're thinking, like, Maddie, what are you doing? Because you have five (laughs) minutes left. You're freaking me out because you have, like, two and a half pages left. I was about to have a heart attack. And everybody laughs at me because they say, as soon as you say, okay, I just want to let you know that you have five minutes in the exam, everybody turns to me because they think I'm so entertaining to watch because I freak out and I'll start having like a little writing session. Okay. So I'm glad you said that because I think I thought it was me. I thought I was saying it kind of funny and everyone started giggling when I said it. So I thought it was something that I no, was doing. No, no, no. And <laughs> the last time why they laughed at me is because, um, everybody turns around and looks at me cause they think that I'll be writing a lot, but I did really good with my English because I had 15 minutes left to look over everything, add more, um, Perfect fixed punctuation, anything like that, especially since it is English and they're very, um, 
strenuous on that I would yes. say because of course it is English and that's yes. what you learn <laughs> <laughs> but um yes yeah, so with the bio though I had to say I was really scared about that but then I remembered the keywords like you said describe and I was like well I don't necessarily need to use all the lines on this one because it's just describe which is like mm-hmm. one or two sentences right so as soon as I saw that I was like okay long-winded on the other ones but this one I can be short <laughs> and brief and then on the last one I was like okay short and brief on this one too because it just said you know explain one and you know that's just a few more sentences so i got through it though so i just wanted to show you i won't get a u for incomplete or anything like that so because that's what i was thinking the entire time i was like i can't get a u this would be ridiculous i was like i'll just put stuff but no i really did um manage those two pages in five minutes though which was fantastic which is crazy though yeah, that's a feat for sure. I'm yeah. sure you did great. I'm sure you did. I hope so. But yeah, it was definitely freaky at the end of those because I just remember I was like shaking the entire time. I'm like, I need to get this finished. And then it didn't help because as you're shaking, you're trying to write really fast. And I'm sure my writing looked weird. but And it's in pen. Yeah, that's, is- that's one of the things that um, it, it kind of took us to get used to a little bit was using pen because I know... Like, we use pencil a lot, and that's how we get with mistakes and stuff. And I have a hard time, like, accepting that my mistake is still on the page. So, what, I just, you can only cross it out once. It's not like you can scribble it out. So, I feel like I have a lot of, like, crossing through. But they say as long as you cross it through, they're not going to count it. That's true. That's very true. They don't mind at all. Yeah. So, I just cross it out, and then I write it above it, and then whatever it is. So, yeah. It should be good, though. But, of course, we'll get into more Cambridge stuff in the next segment. But let's take a break for now. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to the You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to be doing our final segment with Miss Class Green. So um, we've talked about a lot, I have to say, within these three segments, which is really good. I think it's um, a really nice advice for you guys. And one of the other things getting more into advice is what are your preparations, you would say, that you could make um, before doing any type of test, whether that's, you know, a rigorous Cambridge test or whether that's just a regular test in general? Um, I think I really like one of your classmates' um, ways of getting ready for exams is, first of all, um, talking to the teacher. So Mm -hmm. going to their office hours, um, talking to them, seeing kind of, you know, what information you can get out of them, if I can say that. (laughs) Oh, we Um, do that all the time, though. Like, (laughs) we try. They're more apt to give you a little bit more information on what's on the test and whatnot else um, in Mm -hmm. office hours, kind of on a one-on-one basis. Um, Talking to the teacher. um, Also, um, something that, you know, I've heard an interesting quote is that quizzes are kind of... um, an an insight into the brain of a teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you save your quizzes and kind of keep a notebook or a folder of all your past quizzes, then you can kind of get an idea of what's going to be on the test um, and study off of those. Um, Also not waiting until kind of the night before or two days before to study because your brain is just not going to be able to master it um, Mm -hmm. as much as you need to. Um, And then also making a study guide um, or making flashcards because a lot of students think that they're making the flashcards to just study the flashcards, but in actuality, making them is studying. Mm -hmm. Um, So it helps you kind of review the information as you're writing it. um, And then you can actually use the flashcards to review. But Mm -hmm. in making them, you're actually studying. So I guess those are probably the big ideas, talking to teachers, um, making the study guide, um, and then kind of saving your notes and your your quizzes to review. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say so. I have all of my math quizzes all saved, not just because we have to, but I I (laughs) save them anyways, like in a folder at home. And that came really in handy with our biology final, I have to say, because he's like, oh, you can use your notes on that. We were really relieved, of course, because we were like, there is no way we could remember absolutely everything. (laughs) Um, But just knowing that we had all the notes and we knew where they were definitely helped out a lot. So for sure. Good example. (laughs) And also, um, just going more into advice, what is your advice about scholarships and looking for them and how can they benefit us? Well, with the internet, which I did not have, that (laughs) sounds really weird, but anyways, um, with the internet, you know, you guys have access to information that other students, um, you know, 
just a couple of years ago didn't have access to. So I think just starting early, um, also starting to get involved as soon as you're a freshman in high school, getting involved in different activities. The more you're involved in, the more chances you have for scholarships, um, the more competitive you can be with, with other students that are out there that are trying to get the same scholarships. Um, and really, like I said, not starting, um, it's never too early to start looking. So, Mm -hmm. um, even down into middle school, you can kind of set yourself up and, and earn scholarships early on that go towards college. Um, there are several websites online where even if you just put in some general information, it'll give you a list of scholarships that you could qualify for. I got a Marine Corps scholarship because my dad was in the Marines. I got mm-hmm. an Irish Heritage scholarship because my mom is from Ireland. So there's so many out there. You really just have to um, do the legwork, look for the scholarships, and then fill out the applications. Um, and just not waiting too long because that takes a mm-hmm. lot of time. So doing that early on really helps. Yes, I would say so. And there's never too many scholarships that you can get because even if they're like $100 here and there, it's still going to help because in reality, it's eventually going to add up and you're going to need a lot to get through. You know, of course, your university because that's not cheap. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Then there's a lot of fees that a lot of students don't think about. I had no idea how expensive books were the first time I went to the bookstore which most people don't realize Barnes & Noble runs most university bookstores. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can if you can kind of prepare for that, um, you know, about four or $500 when I went to college per semester wow. um, <laughs> is a lot of money. So like you said, those $100 scholarships, $200, that can go towards books and other fees that kind of you don't really think about going into, into college. Yes, I would say so. And do you think it's ever too early to start looking for colleges? I don't think so. For sure. I mean, we talked about college when I was a kid back in elementary school, just to kind of get that mindset. Um, I know a lot of people that are very successful that didn't go to college, but at the same time, it's just such a fantastic experience. Like I said, Mm -hmm. you get to meet so many different people and and get to know a subject matter so deeply and become an expert on it, Um, meet different professors and things like that. So, um, I think starting early is a really good idea. Um, And you may change your mind as you go along, um, but you have a a good idea of what's available out there. There's just so many different types of universities and colleges. Um, You have to think about what kind of state you want to live in, if Mm -hmm. you want to travel far from family or be close. And and those are all things that are really difficult to decide on if you've waited to the last minute. Mm -hmm. Um, And then usually what happens is people make kind of a hasty choice and then they end up switching, which... (laughs) is a huge mess usually with credits and whatnot else. So just starting early gives you the time that you need to really decide what you want to do. Yes, and that's good advice also. And how about staying motivated for schoolwork? What advice do you have on that? Because I think that's one of the biggest things that people face, even in high school, elementary school, just everything all around, is staying motivated for schoolwork. Because if you can't stay motivated, then, you know, of course, it becomes a difficult task, especially when you're not willing to sit down and do the work. (laughs) Oh, yes. I think buddying up with someone, finding a good friend that you can work with um, will keep you motivated. Um, You just in those times, like these last couple of weeks for you guys have been really, really tough. Um, But just having fun with it is probably the best motivator. Um, And then it's really hard for kids to do this, but just to kind of see the big picture. Um, You know, I did not work terribly 
hard on my classes in high school Mm -hmm. um, because I think I failed to see the big picture. Um, But for students that can see the big picture, you know, what scholarships can I get? What different opportunities will be open for me if I work hard now, um, I think can serve as a really good motivator um, for students that, that may be struggling with that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming today. I had lots of fun and I think it was really cool that you were able to speak as one of like the first, te- the first teacher that I had on my show. Hey, so. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. So of course, to wrap up our show, we usually have our song of the week. Of course, that's not going to change at all. So we're going to have We Can Change the World by Bridget Medler. So hopefully you enjoy that. But thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to The Fame Game. I am Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by the Kid Star for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. But thanks for listening and we We'll be with you next week. Bye.
thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com.